Monday. Monday, 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 Monday. Happy Monday, bro, Rance family. <laughs> Glad to be here. Had glad to be here. I had to be here. Glad uh, did I did I say had or did I say glad? I don't know. That's you what I'm asking. Man. Glad. You know, I'm southern, so I kind of talk kind of fast sometimes. That southern twang. You know, yeah. Glad to be here. Yo, I don't know why I say southern I had people. To be here. I thought southern people ha- talk actually slower. You know, we do, but New York really people do. talk fast. Yeah. But you know, some of us have that. Uh, we just get so much energy, and we get it like like wound up, and it has to come out like like machine guns. Yo, this dude turned into super chat. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why that is. It's super cat. It just go down like that sometimes. Oh, yes. man. So, uh, well, the All-Star game. Did you guys check that out? Of course. I watched. I didn't watch all of the All-Star game uh, festivities as yeah. far as like three, a little bit of three-point contest. I did not watch the dunk contest. Oh, you, didn't miss, you didn't miss anything. That shit That's was what I heard. trash. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, I my heard. gosh, bro. Like, they're not even, uh, as far as the, the creativity, I mean, first of format. There's only so many of, dunks you can do, right? No, no, not when you see YouTubers. Uh, they had this one show on MTV, I think, uh, or VH1 that they had, you the know, just dunkers in the, the best dunkers in the world. And these you know, I'm yes. talking about five foot nine, five foot eleven, and six foot. They just were so creative. They were. It was I, unbelievable. I agree. And it had. I think it was Charles Barkley was one of the judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it, it was. And they had these two brothers from Canada, white white boys. Yeah, crazy ups. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Yes, them dudes ain't got nothing to lose. No, they don't got nothing. To lose. Right, it's cool. everything to gain and nothing yeah. to lose. Okay, we're talking about professional athletes mm-hmm. with contracts, mm-hmm. right? And so usually creativity usually increases the risk. <laughs> but, the, but, but okay, I, I agree with you on that. Right. But at the same time, these professional athletes, they grew up watching dunk contests too. Right. That's true. And they know, they know when they say, I'm going to enter the dunk contest, mm-hmm. contest, they know for a fact everybody watching. My cousin going to watch. All the other dunk stars going to watch. They, gonna, they, they, have, they have like this obligation to make – this dunk contest better than the last. Versus, I agree with you. I agree versus with you. lesser than the last. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Nobody's forcing you to sign up, right? That's, so if you're going to sign up, then yeah. you need to bring something with you. I right. agree with you. I mean, I'm just saying I understand the difference. Yeah, I mean the the best dunk contest I've seen recently was between um, the guy from um, the Magic, yeah, and Gordon, the guy from, from, from and Levine, from the, uh, and, and Levine. Those that. Agree, Zach Levine and, and Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, yeah, man. Eric Gordon should have won that twice. Should have I mean, straight. He should have won it twice. I mean, twice. like one hundred percent. I have never seen anyone do that one where he Honestly, jumped over the mascot. Out. The mascot between his uh, under his legs, that's, and the one where the mascot was spinning. Yeah, and he got that was off. crazy. <laughs> that's that's when I checked out after the after those situations yeah. where he didn't win. I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean. Zach Lafine, Zach yeah, Lafine no was good, no but, knock, but no it knock, wasn't. But, but it wasn't that. It wasn't. I, it wasn't. Yes, you're right. It wasn't that. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was like the presidential election. It was like when Biden got in. <laughs> like, what? It's crazy. It's political. I was like, <laughs> what? Where did that come from? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm no saying idea. like weird. This is no weird. Sleepy Joe the NBA. It was like, no it was like Sleepy I'm, Joe. I'm, what the hell? Sleepy Joe got in. Sleepy Joe got in. So it was kind of, I mean, oh so they're talking about either um, probably dumping it or, or changing the format. I think the format needs to change first and foremost. Why? I think uh, for it to be a longer process of elimination, not, okay, you, you the first round, now you go to the finals. What? It should be more of a process, like maybe a semifinals, because even the three-point contest, I think, has that, no? Yeah, where right. they have a semi, and then they go to the, mm-hmm. the finals. So that should have the dunk contest. And thirdly... 
But you guys were just talking about a lack of creative content. So how do you extend an event no, when you're already but, not getting a whole but lot we of should, good content? But if you don't dunk, but let's well, say if you don't dunk, that shouldn't count. It's a dunk contest. Like they should each finish with a dunk that you can score because you're still going to score no point if they don't dunk. That's ridiculous. Give us something. Because I think that takes the pressure off of them trying to get it because they're like, oh, I already have two attempts and then I'm scratched. So I think, to be honest, I mean, I mean, I think you're going to have some years it's going to be bad because, I mean, it's almost like the like a like a draft or like any games or any seasons. Some years you have great years. Some years you have bad years. It's almost like your life. Your life is like a cycle, right? Some, some yeah. years you have great years. Some years you got, you got bad years. It's just, I think, like, this happens to be a, just a down year and, and with dunks. It sounds dunk, like you, the dunk guys want, you guys want like the halftime show where you got the people run out the tunnel and jump off the trampoline and dunk. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. like. We just we just want somebody. I just want excited. I agree with you. Well, I, I agree think with you. I think basically I think that um okay this would be a cool format right? Let's say you got since everything is social media, I think it should have um, something live. I think the audience should be voting. These, these judges suck because they're a lot of them are biased. That's that happened. Dwayne Wade was the one that voted for um, Levine. Because he's Chicago he was, native, yeah. So, oh, um, I think the crowd should be the ones voting, or make it up uh, online where it's instant vote, and maybe um, I can go, maybe I, I can go with that. I'd rather have. I mean, you rather yeah, yeah right? I can go with that, yeah. yeah. And not only that, because I, it's it's subjectivity, right? It's, it's, so, if that's the case, then leave it to the crowd. Let leave them it, vote exactly. Yeah. Leave it to the crowd, and then another thing: why don't you just spin a wheel and let these dudes after do a dunk that spin the wheel? And then oh, it could be crowd's choice or whatever or Oh snap. That'd be different. That'd that'd open up it. Yeah. If if we each gotta do the same dunk, then at yes. that point you know what? I'm comparing you based on that dunk versus whatever you cool. put forward. No, that, that, that was a good idea. Be I like format. that. Oh, I'm waiting for the commissioner to But there's no creativity there. You all based on somebody else's ideas. Not exactly, but the uh commissioner gotta holler at me. He ain't gonna do that though. <laughs> you keep waiting. Every time I see that commissioner, isn't that commissioner like an alien to you? Every time I'm like, damn, this dude like he's just trying like that's not alien. That's, that's the good body snatcher. Is what you looking at? Right? What? That's, that's, that's good living. Is what you looking at? Right what do you mean there? good living? If that's good living, for, I don't want to. Yeah, if that's organic, I don't want nothing, any. Okay? Remember that movie called? If that's one for nothing. I'm good. <laughs> I want for everything. This movie called Powder. You remember that movie? Yeah, I remember that. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's, 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 I, he just has a David Stern. Is that his name? Listen. No, 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 no. His, his uh, um, I don't remember. His <laughs> name, I don't know his name. Alien man, uh, but he, he's just very really different. Cool. He looks very that different. Man, the alien, I can't. He does oh. look very different. Hey, but uh, listen, I got a, a service announcement I want to make about a friend of mine. That's oh, okay. okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, in the early nineties, I was in the Navy, and um, a friend of mine uh, met a woman out there in California named um, Leticia Adams. I call her Letty. And um, they're not they're not married anymore, but they're okay. still, we're still friends. Everybody's still cool. And um, recently, she diagnosed with um, well, recently in January, she um, she found a lump, felt a lump on her breast. Mm. So went in for a mammogram because she's never had one before because no one in her family has ever had cancer. So she felt the, not the need to go and get checked out. Mm. So she went mm-hmm. in to get a mammogram, and then two days later, they call her back. So. Goes back and then they uh, they said they found some suspicious on the mammogram and need to come in for a further testing. So on the twelfth of January she went in for ultrasound and a mammogram and they confirmed that they they found a lesion and mm-hmm. it had a ninety percent sure it was malignant. Wow! And also found two additional lesions in there. 
So this happened on January 12th of this year. So on the 17th, which was mm-hmm. her birthday, mm-hmm. she had to get six biopsies. Wow. Wow. And then two on each lesion. So a week later, they confirmed mm-hmm. that she had a uh, a mass. Okay. 3.1 centimeters. So. Um, 3.1 centimeters? 3.1 centimeters. Now, that's, I guess, that's a nice size for, like, to be in your in your breast. I mean, yeah. In your chest. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, so. That's so, like, minute. That's so, like. So on the 31st, mm-hmm. she had to meet with three cancer doctors. And then uh, she had to meet with a surgeon, a chemo mm-hmm. doctor, and a cancer doctor. And I'm sorry, a, a, a surgeon, a chemo doctor, and a radiation doctor. Okay. So they told her that she needed to have, uh, she needed to get a PET scan to see if if it, if it had grown or if it was going to grow, if it was uh, aggressive. So um, um, she, got the, she got the PET scan. And the the lesion, I mean, the the mass had grown from three point one centimeters to four point one centimeters. So that's that's pretty significant. As it far is. As and then all this time, though, mm-hmm. she still hasn't had any chemo, any kind of radiation treatment, or anything. She's basically waiting for her doctor to tell you what to do next, even though she has uh, insurance, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like, and at the same time, she's getting all these doctor bills. Yeah. You know, just doctor bill, doctor bill, doctor bills. And she has insurance. So, um, I'm hoping that me, by me, by, by, by me putting this out, we can help her with some, some medical bills as far as helping her out. Um, if anyone can help out with her, it'd be great. I sent money to her already. Not, not, I mean, it's not about spending like, you know, all the money you have. It's, I mean, if you can send $5, that would help out. But um, if you are on Instagram, you can find her at um, Honduran underscore Softail, and click on her, click on her uh, profile, and you'll be able to um, see where you can uh, donate to her to her campaign. For um, she's trying to reach twenty five thousand. Wow! Right now they they're at twenty three hundred right now. So if you can help out with that, uh, that would be great. Um, she right now is diagnosed with stage three wow. cancer. Um, it's very scary. I mean, just thinking about it, I mean, um, I don't know what I would do. I don't know, you know. So I just want to put that out. No, I mean, you know what the great thing about that is, Ray? Um, and actually, I take it back. There is no great thing, but yeah. if there's a takeaway, you know, is probably the better way to say it, is the importance of all of us taking the time to go and get checked out. You know, little things, an annual, physical, um, if you're feeling a little... Uh, off kilter, something feels out of whack. If you're feeling a mass anywhere, you know, these are things that I think we often take for granted, especially if you come from, you know, if your family history doesn't carry any type of like dominant health issues, you can kind of get fooled into believing like, ah, you know what, I'll, I'll be okay. And I think as men, we're probably the worst as far as just shrugging stuff off. Oh, absolutely. Like, hey, you know what, Psst. I'll be all right. I'm going to sleep it off. I'll be, I'll feel better in the morning. And, um, you know, this just really brings to light the importance of, you know, going and getting checked out, you know, even if it's just an annual physical, just to make sure that you are, you know, physically where you think you are. Well, this year, mm-hmm. I mean, I plan to get my colonoscopy this year. Oh, yeah. wow. And also I plan to get, um, well, make sure I don't have any other kind of cancer down in the spots, you know, for men, um, you gonna get this? Is someone gonna touch your butt? 
Yeah. Yeah. They can touch yeah. need to touch. Yo, it yo out. Ray got so and quiet. We trying to have a serious moment. Oh man, <laughs> I, you know Ooh. what? Just, just, just to think about if we put stuff just like what Jeff was just saying. We yeah. put stuff off. I understand. We, we, we all good. Yeah, I get that. But what are you trying to say to me, bro? What? I'm not saying say nothing. I'm just saying the way you looked. Like what? Well, this is this is very it was, deep. It was fair. No, it is going to be deep. Scary. Well, I mean, it's, it's an uncomfortable it's situation. Going to be very going deep. Into. Listen, you know, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be I vulnerable understand. here. I you're going to be vulnerable with that doctor. <laughs> Whoa! One uh, or two? What, what is it like in American part Pie? Of the problem right here. Oh no, this is part of the problem. I'm helping you. Once I, again, I cope if with you can, laughter. If you can donate to Honduran <laughs> underscore Softail. I cope. That would with, be great. I, I cope with you know. I use humor. You're building him up. Uh, yeah. This is it, man. Oh man, I feel your vulnerability. Honduran <laughs> so underscore the doctor. <laughs> He's gonna be like, hey Ray, is this, hey Ray, is this your first I'm time? Trying to be serious. Yo, all you're gonna hear is the the, the uh, glove snap. Hey Ray, is this your first time? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be gentle. <laughs> Yo, just don't make make sure you wasn't no pro athlete or, or play football in college. You don't want nobody with big hands. Get the kicker. Get the kicker. Red sound like he's talking from experience. I know, no, right? I'm looking out for you, brother. I'm just looking out for you. But no, I think that's very um cool what you what you said. And you said Honduria, Hondurian. Honduran. Uh H O N D U R A N yeah. underscore soft tail. Uh, yeah, the soft tail threw me off, but is that a fish or something? Soft tail. No, no yeah. see, she's, she's a bike rider. She's, there you go. She's, she's a part of a crew. I checked it out. What's, what's crazy about yeah. her is this is that when my homeboy met her, yeah. she wasn't in the bikes, none of that stuff. She was just, you know, a girl from, you know, from Diego. And then they got married, and then boom, they got divorced, and yeah. time went on. But now she's in the bikes. It's almost like. It's like if I, if y'all met me later on, like another five, ten years, and I was out there, you know, on the golf course. No, <laughs> if, I, if I was, in, if I was a florist. Oh, I got you. It's that extreme. Yeah, it's almost. Well, that, like, that's well, other side of the spectrum. I got you. Yeah, it was. It was like whoa. Yeah. Her, IP, her IG page is actually pretty dope. Like, you can see this is somebody that lives life. You know, she's kind of, like, out oh, there doing her definitely. thing. You know, and when you check out, man, when you go to her page and check out her bike, her bike is badass, it is. man. It is and badass. Her, and her sisters used to be crazy. Well, I'm sorry. We used to have fun. Uh, the Zapata family, I'm sorry. We used to have a lot of fun. <laughs> Y'all weren't crazy. Y'all, we just Nah, nah. You got to get in. This is an adult uh, podcast, Ray, man. We're men. Nah. Ray stepped in it. It's no so, PG. What's Ray up? You guys are crazy. It. What? And they, and they, they, didn't, they didn't call me Ray. They call me JT. Why? Yeah, why is this I JT reference? Yeah, what's up with JT, bro? Because it just, it just, I don't even know. Does Justin can Timberlake. Can we get somebody from the family to call into the uh, Bro Rants podcast <laughs> yeah. and, and break bread with us so we can find out the history of JT? It was just. Just something out there in California. Just that was just. But they still in California, right? They, so they, they could like, bring they, some of that Cali might, love over on this side, share with to. us. They might be able to. But JT was out in Cali. All right. And as soon as I left Cali, JT JT died. left. He died. He died. He was. It, Yo, it was, did you trade market? You should trade market before Justin Timberlake. Because I don't know. Both of you got JT. <laughs> maybe hey, he ain't dead. Maybe he. he maybe no, he just retired. No, he needs to be dead. He needs. Oh, it's like that. Oh, okay. That boy was wild. We definitely need to get some some backstory on that. Then I I take one backstory. Story on uh, her sisters though, so I would go hang out with let these sisters uh, Arcelli and Re- and, and Rena. Yeah, and we go to the club or whatever, and they go do their thing. And I'd be I'd be like I'd be over here, you know. Y'all go yeah. do y'all. Look, so I'm in a club with them and down at downtown San Diego, mm-hmm. and um, I'm talking to this girl or whatever, and then all of a sudden you see a fight, fight break out, right? 
So I turn around, I'm shielding the girl like, hey, watch out, be careful, you know, step back, right? Yeah. I'm looking, I'm seeing girls fighting, right? I said, what are the chances, what are the chances that's going to be Rena and uh, Arcelli? So I go over there, and it's them. They beating up, they beating up these girls, right? And security yakking them up, right? And yeah. like, and I, I see shoes everywhere. They're like, yeah, JT, get my shoe, JT, get my shoe. We're going to get these girls up in here. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? So, <laughs> so they was about business. So wait, For real. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Yo, do I want to know what, J, what JT was in his crew? <laughs> because, yo, anytime a girl is like, yo, get my shoes, get, get my earrings. Yo, yo, you said he was in Cali too? Where is it San Francisco? I need more. I need more on San Diego, Jeff. Yo. Nah. I need more no, I don't, I don't think San we, Diego. I don't know, Jeff. This shit sounds suspect. JT. <laughs> It sounds no. like JT got stories to share. Oh my god! No, Life this sounds this sounds suspect, Jeff. No. Life lessons going because on. girls don't go like this to the the homeboys and say, "Yo, hold my earrings, get my shoe." No, no, that was already on the ground. Oh, okay, they was they was they was scrapping. JT, get, JT, <laughs> JT, get the was car. In the corner spitting game. And next thing he knew, he was like, "Yo, we, yeah. we about to go handle business. Just grab our uh, stuff." <laughs> <laughs> they was always they was always ready though. Those those girls yeah. like for real. The Zapatas. Uh, all four of them, they was always ready. But they was real cool people, though. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Okay. But, you know, we're sending love and blessings and um, just healing energy from Florida out to your home, girl. Don't forget to go check out her page. Support if you can. Listen, we're all going through some type of plight or problem. Um, every little bit helps. Every little bit of support. Every little, you know, financial donation. It could be $2. You know, that $2 and the thought, man, you'll be surprised. That'll take you a long ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well said, Jeff. Well, well said. Well, well said. And you know, I'll be praying for Raymond and his um his procedure. Hope the colonoscopy goes well, and I hope the other thing goes well too, buddy. <laughs> Just make sure they use the KY jelly. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Like I said, just make sure the homeboy don't have the big hands. Um, yeah, we we're gonna have to if if you if if you're still feeling vulnerable and willing to share, you need to come back and. Um, just you know, share your stories. So we can kind of break the taboo because I feel like, especially in our community, we there's just such a taboo about sometimes things that are needed. Um, so you know, prolong your own well being to keep you here for your family and your loved Absolutely, ones. Absolutely, yeah. Know? So if if you're up for it, whenever you get that done, whenever you, you whenever you're no longer sore, come in and we'll talk about it. <laughs> so oh, speaking of speaking of guys, so we had uh we had talked about uh, Bob Saget. Uh, Maybe a couple of weeks ago, right? We did. Yeah. And that's when we had the speculation. We didn't know. We, we said it was somewhat to do with the head trauma. We didn't know the severity of the head trauma. Mm-hmm. So recently, um, it came out that the severity of it, it was several fractures um, on his head that actually went to the front of his scalp from the side to the front, right? Uh, so, yeah. That he had, eye, he had blood buildup underneath the eye, one of the eyes. Uh, I don't know which side of it was, but... Uh, it was almost compared to him falling down 20, 30 feet um, or being hit with a baseball bat. That's how the severity of it. And they called it like a subarachnoid hemorrhage. Yeah. Bleeding in the space surrounding the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird terminology. Very very weird. And, and Jeff was saying he, he felt it was um, some foul play that was involved. But they said no drugs and alcohol were yeah. involved. Yeah, exactly. I don't uh, – man, getting back to it, I don't think um, – I just really think – Coming home, like driving, going to a hotel, checking in, and you know if you don't put towels or anything on that floor, man, 
if you take a shower, I think you're you're in dan- you're in the danger zone that you can literally at the right velocity you can crush you can you can damage your skull because they were saying to other experts said hey if you hit this right it, it, you know with the force and impact it, it'll splinter it, you know it'll make several fractures because it's like an egg you hit it perfectly and then crack it it'll 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 you'll have veins come out basically you know like little cracks come out that it'll look like multiple fractures over time but it's literally one accident that that actually did it, but freak accidents do happen. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and like he's what? What? How old was he? Was he sixty five? Sixty five. Sixty five years yeah, old. So, yeah. I mean, like he isn't the most probably athletic person. Absolutely. Or like mm-hmm. had great feet. So I mean, it's very possible something could have happened where it was just an accident. But it looks from you know it, you can, if you want to yeah you can make anything in your mind look a certain way if it looks. Different than what you perceive. Absolutely, yeah. So if we're, if we're digging for something, yeah, and we want to find something, we can always say, "Well, it looks like this," but it, it actually just could have been a slip and fall. Yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, um, and and that's that's what the story is. Like you said, when when you're trying to make a story out of something, sometimes you don't need a whole lot of details. You don't. I just think it's very shocking because, um, and maybe you're right, maybe because he was such a high profile figure. Um, there's more interest in it, especially mm-hmm. this. This seemed to be a somewhat healthy man. You know, I think a lot of people grew up on him or was familiar with his comedy. Um, and then, you know, you kind of hear about them finding him, and you know, everybody's minds take you in a different yeah. direction. Um, and then, you know, the details come on. You hear stuff like injuries to the back, right, and front of his skull. You know, like you said, Reg, some doctors are comparing it to the equivalent of a 20 to 30 foot fall or like a baseball bat being taken to the head. And again, you know, these are details that comes out. And, you know, the other thing, too, is uh, you mentioned initially when we did the uh, the timing, the timing of it seemed off. Right. But we don't really know what all goes into an investigation or what the appropriate time frame is. But then you have it followed up with the family, um, you know, basically filing. Uh, suit here stating that look you know they kind of want to keep the information confidential which i understand and and i think a lot of it is based around the pictures yes um, yeah it it just it it, i don't know it just the whole thing just seems a little rotten right it just feels feels rotten rotten. the family did want the everyone to know exactly what happened they just wanted to keep the personal things like the identifications or pictures of his body because yeah. they want to keep that privacy. They don't think the public should ever see your loved ones. Yeah. Not only that, private, you know, once you know, it the hits the net, it's out there it's forever. Over. Right? It's over. He's exactly. got three girls. So you guys, he leaves behind this his is, wife uh-huh. and his three girls. And I think the statement they put out is, um, you know, they're trying to keep it confidential yeah. because it'll cause like um, um, irreparable, irreparable harm in yes. the form of extreme mental pain, anguish, yes. and emotional distress, which is true. Yeah. Imagine searching your dad yep. six yeah. years from now mm-hmm. and having these pictures mm-hmm. pop up, or you even your see, husband. You, you don't, don't want to see that. You look up your husband, and you, these pictures are what flashes in front of you. Like no one wants to see that. Like mm. it's it's tough enough dealing with that loss um, than to have like these pictures lingering on the net. So I, I totally understand. But you're right. When you when you can't just it's just the way everything happened. It just it feels off. There probably is nothing going on there, you know, outside of a family dealing with a very tragic situation, the untimely death of their loved one, and then trying to protect themselves from having to relive it every time his name pops up on the net. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe it's this this is how like if you're rich, this is how you handle things like this. You know, when you when you own the upper echelon as far as you know, when you're financially um, able to do things like as far as stop things or 
put things to us, uh, you know, put things uh, to a halt, to a halt. You, you know, when it comes you, to certain you, things and details. To, yeah. Cause look what happened with the Kobe Bryant thing, right? Yes. The, oh, with yeah. the officer, the sheriff's department and they were mm-hmm. taking pictures and mm-hmm. they were using it for clout to get women in bars. And I mean, just think about, it. think if it actually, they were able to sell that and the, the devastation would be for the, the surviving Family members and the daughters, right? You had to see that all the time, yeah. Unreal. So I, 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 I can understand why they do that because people want to see. I mean, nobody wants to see. Um, I know it sounds like you know it sounds wrong, but no one wants to see the person next door, um, autopsy pictures or anything. They they don't care. It's the public eye. If you're in the public eye, people feel like they have they own you. They yeah, have a piece. Yeah. They own a piece of you. We do. We we put you down. That's how we feel. I'm not saying everybody, but well, yeah, because you become emotionally invested into these right. people, right? Uh, you, I mean, you understand yeah. you're watching a fictional show. It's a fictional character, but you know that was a, that show was pretty long running, and you know, especially where you're at as far as your time, you, you know, your your age. It's an impressionable show, so you know you grew up on these folks, mm-hmm. and then so when something like this happens, there's already an emotional investment there, and so. By default, you take interest. Absolutely. And piggybacking on what you guys are saying, you know, like, um, I think it's called like TBI, which is like the equivalent of like traumatic brain injuries. Like, it's not that uncommon. You know, I think over the last couple of years, there's been up to like 61,000 plus TBI related deaths in the United States, Mm. right? Um, So it's not like this super uncommon thing. It can happen. Does it make a difference? What? As far as. There's their their suit as far as did it make a difference if the wife sued or the wife and the daughter sued did it make it better because you notice I'm just saying just it said the wife and the daughter sued together I mean I know it's not a it isn't like a a big thing but I saw it I was like I was reading I was like why did why did it take the wife and daughters to sue like to stop it why no I mean I think it was just a family suit. It's a family so, suit. Because, you know, mm-hmm. she's she's the a, a later wife, so she's not the original she's not the original uh, mother to those those daughters. Okay. So that's what happened. He he got married again. Mm-hmm. At, uh, I think he got married three years ago, two years ago at sixty two. Yeah. So that's what happened. But they were dating a few uh years before that. Uh but another thing I wanted to say that um they had someone in Union County, um, a guy named Stephen Peak. And he experienced something similar to what happened to Bob, but he actually survived it. So he accidentally fell and bumped his head, and he said he didn't think it was life-threatening situation. And then he said all of a sudden, after he, and this was getting out of the shower on July 7, 2021, he said uh, peak fall caused his brain to shift 9 millimeters to the right. The accident resulted in a brain bleed followed by seizures, a stroke, and required uh, brain surgery. So the peak peak was put into a coma for 28 days and stayed in the hospital for three months. And he said the only thing that saved him, he wasn't alone. His wife was there with him, and she's the one that actually said, let's go to the hospital. So he says, he was basically saying, that's the only thing that saved him. So She's wife of material, by the way. She's wife of material. <laughs> wife of material. I know we got to have to ask your opinion on that since you weren't here for that show <laughs> as far as uh, that question. But uh, getting back to that. Uh, exactly. Um, with Bob, I really think it was like, boom, I bumped my head and he could have been um, out of it. He could have been delirious. He could have been like, oh, I'll just rub this off, this this pain. And uh, I don't, it, it'd be interesting to find out if he spoke to his wife because you, you would call your wife before you go to bed. I mean, typically that's what people do. They did speak. Bef- I don't know if it was bef- they, before. They, they spoke that night. Before, probably. And then uh, basically she said that he said that, you know, they do that whole adore thing where... You're my 
baby or yeah. girl or whatever. They just yeah. did the whole adoring thing, and that was it. That was like the last thing she remember talking to him about. But this speaks to what we were talking about earlier as far as how men can be very dismissive of things, right? Because yeah. there's been times that I know I've hurt myself, and, you know, I think women are a lot better at it than we are as far as like recognizing Absolutely. the severity of a potential situation. Yes. And we're kind of dismissive and we're like, eh, you know, I'll be okay. I feel all right. I see it with my father. Yeah. I know I'm the same way. I've seen it with my brothers. Yes. Um, and I could absolutely see a situation where maybe i am i'm doing something yeah. i fall i hit my head i get up i walk around all right vision isn't blurry yeah. you know what i'm moving okay nah, you know what maybe i won't go to sleep right away but i don't necessarily know if i'm gonna go to uh, the hospital it's just it's crazy when you see the amount of damage done you know it, it just either takes you to a point where he was really just out of it yeah um or you know, maybe he felt like, you know, a man, I'm, I really hit my head hard. Let me just sit for a little bit. And maybe that led to him laying down or passing out. We won't know. It's just it's just the, the circumstances are just really funky. Mm. I agree because, like, back in the day when my jobs was, I worked for the railroad. I was a conductor on the uh, for CSX. Damn, yeah. Ray, Ray, he's got like a hundred so suits or hundred hats. Ray's lived a hundred so lives. I was, I, life so I was, I was not feeling that well, but, okay. I, but I'm always like, I'm like a, they call me, you know, a trooper. You mm-hmm. just fight through it or whatever. Yeah. So I'm driving to work because you get like a two hour call. When you get a phone call, you got two hours to make it to your train. So I'm driving to meet my train. I'm really not feeling well, but I'm like, I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work. So I'm driving and I feel like I'm getting ready to pass out. So I, I say, man, I'm not really feeling good. So I pull over on I four, yeah, and I have to call the dispatch. I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling well. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to make my train tonight. And she goes, Are you calling out? So you had to call the next conductor. I'm like, Yes, I'm gonna have to. So I went back home. At that time, I was married, and uh, my wife was like, You need to go to the hospital because you never complain about you're sick or whatever. You just fight through it. And I was like, Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, she was like, we take you to the hospital right now. Went to the hospital, and I was severely dehydrated. I had to get mm. an IV and all that. But oh, wow. I don't know what would have happened if I yeah, didn't exactly. go. Yeah. But I, you're I mean, right. We fight through things. It's like, this is what we do. But I, yeah, I was just trying to fight through. I'm like, you know, I'm a soldier. I'm good. I'm good. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't good. We're though. good until we're not wow. good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You was a soldier, right? This dude was in the Navy. This dude was a CXR railroad conductor. What the hell? Oh, what are you not? <laughs> I was, almost, <laughs> I was almost a border patrol agent too. A what border patrol agent? Mm-hmm. Damn, Ray. I was like uh, maybe a few years of funding away mm-hmm. from being a border patrol, a border patrol agent. This dude is like the real life equalizer. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn, bro, <laughs> it's amazing. I didn't know if this dude was here, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, our condolences go out to that family. It's Absolutely. just uh, you know, and and. You know, kudos for them allowing the public to know what happened, the severity of it, uh, because they knew it was a head trauma. I mean, they mentioned that, but they didn't, you know, the severity of it wasn't really given to us. That's why we speculated, okay, it was a head bump. They didn't know it was that serious at the time. And uh, yeah, we hope that everyone respects their privacy. Yeah, we thank you for sharing. You know, mm-hmm. um, we had a, a a pretty big following, so we appreciate you sharing. Yeah. You know, what we we respect your your right to privacy because, again, no one wants to be reliving that every day. You pop in his name on the internet, so totally understand. I agree one hundred percent. But he wasn't that fun as a comedian. 
And on that note, all right, uh, let's transition. Yeah, we'll transition. <laughs> we'll, tell them how you really feel, right? I know, or tell them not. Don't worry, don't worry, guys. Karma comes in the and and <laughs> karma comes in the form of a finger for Ray this time. So we'll be back after this word from our sponsor. <laughs> okay, so Ray was saying. During the break, you were saying, what about Bob Saget? Three facts you found out about him? Oh, well, Bob had three life works. Uh, number one, his kids. Number two, his comedy. Number three was finding a cure for scleroderma, scleroderma, which is a chronic hardening and tightening of the skin, which mm. his sister had. Yeah. And his oh, wow. sister was named was gay, and she died of that rare disease at the age of 47. So, wow. And this disease also mostly hits women. Which is really weird. That is weird. Uh-huh. Um, every, if I looked at some pictures of it, um, is it makes you look like um, it hardens your skin and makes your like your face where it squints in, and you kind of have a buck teeth look almost in the sense. Really? Uh huh. It, it it just makes you like um, it tightens so much where you just start seeing your teeth, and it's so bad and. It, it, it can make your hands like claws, like you got claws or, or like oh, talons. It sounds painful. It is. It's bad, and um, um, it's just a horrible disease, and it's incurable. Wow! Once, once you got it, that's a done deal. Damn, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So they got a disease that make you look like a damn hillbilly. Unreal. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I couldn't miss that one. Uh, <laughs> so Jeff, where are you going? <laughs> On to the next one. Let's go. Hi, Bro Rans family. So, you know, a couple of months ago, we touched on uh, what was at the time just, you know, plastered all across the news and social media, uh, which was the disappearance of uh, Gabby Petito. And uh, at that time, you know, Brian Laundrie was who was her boyfriend was, you know, I think in a lot of people's minds, the number one suspect. Uh, So, you know, just as a quick recap, basically. Uh, you know, he was sought in Gabby Petito's disappearance and death. Um, at that time, the couple was on a cross-country trip when Petito, a 22-year-old Long Island native, went missing and Laundrie returned home in her van without her on September 1st, um, at which point her remains were later found in Wyoming on a campground, which was on the 19th. You know, at that time, we covered it, and I think we had uh, varying opinions on what was going on. Well, I say we, me, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. um, I think you and uh, Ray were pretty much like he did it. Oh, yeah, he I'm did like, it. And yeah, I, and I yeah. was like, well, listen, you know, we we you know Bruh. our our justice system is based on you know you're innocent nah. until proven guilty. That's, that's on on TV. Hey, well, the it. thing is, the police had him in custody to let him go. The Bruh. FBI was involved. He was All rolling right. around. Um, you know, people nah. was outside of the parents, his parents' home. You know, like Jeff, I want you, I want you to be my investigator. If anything, all I, know, all I know is this: if Jeff will buy me time. If Reggie went on a trip with, with Kate, right? And then they went on like a, some kind of trip or whatever. And Reggie come home without Kate, and I asked Reggie, "What Kate at?" Reggie and Reggie like, I don't know. I think she out there still. Out, yeah, exactly. Oh well, yeah, she wanted to stay longer in the tent. She wanted to stay out <laughs> the wilderness. Hey, Reggie, you know it's been two weeks. Have you heard from Kate yet? Mm. No, he yeah. said they got into a fight and he left. Come yeah, with her, van. <laughs> with her van. With her van. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, listen, I get it. All I'm Jeff, saying, like I never I said, said he wasn't a number one suspect. Nah. That was never my argument. My only argument was Jeff that was everybody like, was ready to put then, him in jail. And then, and then, they, right? then they hire an attorney at the same day he got back or something. 
Yeah, they hire attorneys. Well, I mean, you have to do that. Bro, they that went just camping. Makes sense to me. I don't know. If man. you're accused of something, yeah. is it if you have the if you have the financial means, is it your first rule of thumb going to be to get legal representation? I don't know, man. I mean, uh, how many people that's like guilt, bro. Here's where things it's go guilt. wrong, right? Go ahead. People put themselves in situations where they say something right. okay. that they that's true. whether okay. it's accurate or not, it ends up putting them in a okay. bind. So okay. if you have the means in this case where, for legal representation, then Jeff, I, I'm not mad at. I, I never view that as in a this form case. of guilt. I think, especially as brown men, we know how this system works, and how many of us would be in a different place if they had legal representation? No, 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 no. In this case, no, no. Let me tell you. I'll tell you where we'd be. Even if we got pulled over and she was crying hysterically, we we she'd be alive because <laughs> we would be in the jail. <laughs> but in this case, if my thing is, if you don't know, you're still going to give up some type of information so these people can track down the last part, you know, the last whereabouts you guys were seen. You're the last person that seen her. You actually flew over, flew back down, um, did something with your storage and flew back up and then brought the van down because you left her for a few days to come back home to Florida and then came back and then drove the van down. You're the last person to see her. You guys are on a cross country trip together. In this case, no, Jeff. If you and got listen, a lawyer, the nine one one call was crazy too. And though here's I, I oh here's the thing: what you guys are missing is I one hundred percent agree with you. I never said he wasn't a suspect, a suspect. I never said he nah. wasn't the prime suspect. But when you get nah. suckered into forming an opinion without having all the facts, it's a slippery slope, and that's a slope that I choose not to go yeah. down. So until I have all the information, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, especially because I've seen it done. To to my kind for so long that I'm just wired differently. So that's yeah. just me. So I never said he wasn't that dude. I just said that you know what? Until we have all the information, you know what? I'm not ready to put the man under Jeff, the jail. You came came home out your girl, out your wife, and you had to own the car that y'all had. Dude, and there's been plenty I, of times that I've left my wife somewhere. My wife has left me because you know well, what? In that instant, but in she but she come home in a week. In that, in, but it, here's the thing: <laughs> in that instance, sometimes you need. You need to separate because you understand. You know what? Nothing is gonna. Nothing good is going to come from us remaining in the same space. But I bet we could call your wife and say, "Wait, wait, oh, yeah, you could call her right I, now." I know we could call yeah. her. Right right she she would have been all right. I just didn't know Jeff was a dirty laundry. <laughs> I'm just I saying. thought you was brown hands. I didn't know he was dirty. I'm just saying. I didn't know you knew laundry and you guys played pool together, Jeff. Who got deal. his this back? I know Brian was your this, boy. This no. man was <laughs> in the cusp of law enforcement, local as well as federal, and they let him go. So clearly, there wasn't enough information. With everything that we knew at that time, there still wasn't enough for them to hold. I, I think we probably just needed better laws. That's all that was. But I think I think our laws probably. I don't know what the laws were, where uh, he was able to to get away like that. But I think there was there's some kind of way the laws that we have for that situation didn't uh, didn't help. I think to be honest, I don't know what the laws were, but uh, you have a right to the attorney. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have I mean, right not to speak I, to yeah. Anything you say can be done and, and I mean, used against you in the court I of law. Like, I was just right. That's I just you, feel like people have been arrested for less. Well, ultimately, yeah, you exactly. know, and 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 he had he had all that leeway. I well, mean, I think I think they should have been able to bring him in for questioning with the lawyer. Like, hey, uh, to some degree, I think something. They did bring him in for questioning. Oh, he never went in. I, I don't think, think he did. I don't think he ever spoke. I, I think, think his lawyer. Did. I think, I think the lawyer spoke on his behalf, and he never. They he never spoke to the police. I think the lawyer would. I think the lawyer was corresponding with it, with with the the sheriff's department or the law enforcement. 
I don't think he ever saw them. I could be wrong. Well, but that's where your legal representation comes in, though. But that's what I'm saying. It should have been something where he can, you know, whatever. What do I know? I'm just saying, like, what Ray's that's saying. That's the game. See, that, that's, that's, that's the game of the system. If you have the means. If you have the means, yes. You can you, move differently than when you don't that's have how the system, means. And, and that's, that's why and, this. And that's why this situation yeah. was, was uh, basically, like, all the things, yeah. all, the, the way you guys feel about things not going the way it should have, yeah. you know what, is really due to the way the system is designed, ultimately. So, well, the system you know, is, everybody thinks, some, a lot of people think the system is beautiful. I don't think well, the system, I, I think know, the system I th- has I think been broken. what side, I, I, I think, think the it's system, been your personal experiences with the system. And yeah, <laughs> I think the system is just terrible. I think it's, it's, it's one-sided. I mean, ultimately, on October 20th, they found his remains. It was discovered on the uh, 25,000 acre Carlton Reserve, which is right by his parents' home, the same area and space that had been searched a couple of times, if yep. I remember correctly. Uh, the argument is, or or what's being said, is yeah. the, it wasn't found because initially his body was believed to be submerged up to like three feet of water, you know, in, yeah. in the swamp for an extended period of time. Um but, you know, I guess once that water subsided a little bit, they were able to find some remains. Um, and based on that, they were able to confirm that it was him. It looks like he took his own life. Um, it was a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, which caused extensive fractures to his skull. Um, and I, he even, they even found a note. A note he refused that- to cooperate with, cooperate with the police, though. He did. He refused. See, I told you. Yeah. He so refused. he never spoke to them. Yeah. And but here's uh, the deal: you could only refuse if you don't, if they don't have enough to bring you in. That's well, what they, they're saying. But they don't have enough. I mean, they. It boils down to what is it? The um, is it the um? What do you call it? The uh, so prosecutor? Is it that, that person? What do you call it? He was listed as a suspect, a person but, of interest, right? A person of interest. The DA, but, right? The district attorney is the one that calls, makes that call, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think the severity of it, they should have brought him. They they kept calling him a person of interest weeks, weeks, and it was just it was just that that so they wanted, played out. They wanted to gather more incriminating information before they really wanted to bring him in. They didn't want to bring him in before they had all the information. That's what they they were, they were waiting to build stuff on okay. him. But and he slipped away. Exactly, he slipped away, and he went. To, he got out his way. So that's what happened. They was waiting to build on him, but he was able to be like, no. They gonna get me. No, the, the craziest thing. Um, well, I was gonna say, yeah, he he, he supposedly took responsibility for it in a notebook. Uh, they didn't say what it said, but he basically said it's that crazy he killed her. About that is that book survived the swamp. This whole thing is funky to me. Funny. I told you guys that from day Bro. one, and I still feel this. Was it, it the family? Super funky. The family, you know, the dad walked in there and grabbed the bag or it something. Is it was like the bo- funky. It was like it the family fo- found the body. You know, like wasn't the, the family found the re- the remains? The whole oh, thing is is like, yo, it's Twilight Zone, dude. It's it's, it's like for all we know, he's with Biggie and Tupac on in the Cuba. I don't know, man. It, I I don't put anything past anyone with money and creativity these days. It's, it's possible. It never happened on on a, on a Madea show. It said, it said the scene <laughs> was ex- excavated by authorities to search for additional bones and personal items yeah. that might have been buried, and the uprooted dirt was placed in five gallon tubs and sifted through. So it was basically like these guys was digging for like archaeological. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's that's what was wow, happening. That's crazy to try and locate this, but they found the book. 
his notebook intact because he said it was in a dry bag. So everything, I just, I'm the whole. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think you do that as a hitchhiker, right? I mean, as a someone that hitchhikes or or goes on the trails and, and goes in the mountain, you put certain things in Ziploc bags yeah, to preserve them. So hiker. it's possible. But it's crazy how he, he how he get how he did old girl though. He blunt trauma strangulation. Yeah. Like, you must have been really mad at her, like. Yeah. Didn't the parents take him there or knew he was there or? Yeah. I mean, there were like vehicles that showed him either. Well, I don't know if it was going to a cabin place reserve where he, they, they saw him drop him off, but or and didn't and didn't see him leave or there were just. I no, no. They knew the Mustang because the Mustang. Yes, the Mustang was right. there. And the then after they went there. to go pick it up. So they knew exactly where he was at because they went mm-hmm. to go pick up the Mustang and then they were worried. Um. Because probably they didn't hear from him and say, hey, we're worried he hasn't, he hasn't returned. Mm-hmm. And that's when they wanted to participate and help to cooperate with the police is when their kid was in danger now, yes. which is which is karma. You know, um, yeah. you know, the crazy thing about it, you know, off topic, not off topic, but um, I like to watch all these paranormal things on um, YouTube and whatnot. So this guy, you know, this guy named um, Huff Paranormal, because it's H- when the guy. F-F? Yeah. Huff Paranormal. He uh, he. he does spirit boards or spirit boxes where you basically he gets and synthesizes the voices of uh, whatever he's got. Let's say he's got Gabby Petito, he's got Bob Sack. He'll take the voice thing and put it in there. So when the spirit comes and talks, it's talking with their voice. What's a spirit box? It's just, just that you hook it up with frequencies, and it, and the spirits are able to communicate with the radio frequencies. So, so you they, so, so they're able to verbalize. You have a recording of a voice. No, they record his voice. And it's able to pick out the, it's able to respond with the voice sound, with the sound of the voice. Okay. You know, I'll make the spirit box, Ray. Damn it. Okay, I'm just trying <laughs> but Ray be Ray, to. Some not, t- try, yo, Ray be adding something. Because you're watching some no. special stuff. I know, no, but don't, don't make Ray but sound listen, like listen. the special one here. You don't no, know but check it. this out. Yeah, I, you know, off I'm topic here. Right. I'm trying to No, follow. no, you're good, you're good. But Ray, the, the, they create the spirit box. No, but the crazy, no, the crazy thing about it is, this bastard. No, I'm over here super confused. No, you at least you asking questions. I'm like, I'm out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, listen. So what happened is he basically was with the Petito thing. He was like, he was right. Because he was like, he talked, he was, this is before he even came out. He was like, Gabby's dead. And I was like, this is right before they before they found her. And she was like, what, what? He was like, I can't, she was like, I can't breathe, choke, basically saying she got killed. And she said, Brian killed her. So the voice came out. I mean, I can play the video and everything show you guys. I'm good. And then the other thing, it was like, Brian, she was like, where's Brian? They couldn't find Brian. She was like, Brian's dead. He's here. And then it was crazy. This is all before any of this shit came out. So the thing about it is, last month ago, I can play this for you guys. I mean, we can really react to this. A month ago, they were like, he had Bob Saget trying to figure out what Bob Saget was. Before they even said anything, he was like, he was like, head, I hit my head. That's what it came out. And he goes, no, Bob, I think you died from a heart attack. And he was like, no, I had a, he goes, no, I've really felt, I've fallen bad. And he was like, okay, Bob, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's it. And literally, I, you know, he went back, I looked and I was, I saw it. I was like, oh shit, this was a month ago. And it confirmed that it was head trauma. If I'm following you correctly, are you saying that the, the person on the Huff show, Huff Paranormal, Huff Paranormal was having a conversation with a spirit, spiritual box? Back and forth. Well, having a conversation with a spirit, with a spirit, with the, dead, the, 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 the deceased, box. the deceased, with the use of the box as the as the the, the form of um, so communication. He, so they are necromancers. The what? They're called. They're necromancers. Is that they're, what it is? I don't know. What the hell is that? I thought it was a person. 
I, I used to no, 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 no. He doesn't speak he, to the dead. He doesn't speak. He speaks to the dead, but no, no, like uh, not like oh, not like Edward. You know, thing Edwards, John Edwards, where he was. Oh, uh, is there someone with the thing? I see him. He's got a face. You know, you remember that John Edwards? You don't remember that when he used to talk to the dead? And you don't get. I think, what, I think what he's saying is basically like this guy contacts the spirit. The spirit uses like the let's box. Say the laptop, yeah, laptop the spirit yeah. box uses yeah. the laptop as a form of communication, so he can under he can ask questions and they can answer mm. using this device, and that's how he communicates. Yo, it's crazy. And this person apparently. Had all this information before it rolled out. Yes. And I mean, there's receipts on him because the dates, it's crazy. Do you see the receipts? And he was like, yo. And when they came out with Gabby Petito, he was like, I'm going to wait. He, he played it and literally confirmed exactly what the coroner said let's about get, her. Let's get him on the show. Well, let's, let's attempt to. You Okay. Let's attempt to get him on the all show. All right. Let, let's do that. That'd be pretty cool. But um, <laughs> I didn't say the, did, the dude did voodoo. I mean, he is. Yeah. He we believes do. in God. We still believe in wearing the wacky. Oh, I do. Right. I do. I think that'll be a pretty cool interview. Um, guest on the show, and, and who knows? I mean, you can have him speak to someone you want to speak to. Contact someone mm-hmm. close to in you. In a sense, isn't what that lady in Rhode Island used to do? The fake? I heard she's fake. Dude, I was watching. Oh, in Rhode Island. Remember with the big hair, blonde, Yeah, she was talking about, yeah. I know um, you're talking about. She have the nails. Oh my gosh, I can't remember her name. I know you're talking about Rhode Island um, uh, psych- uh, uh, psychic. What is her name? It I know. I was just right watching. Now. Wasn't she famous? Uh, from yeah, she was famous. I mean, she still is. She just went through a divorce like two years ago. Uh, she, didn't know she, she she couldn't see that. And then, <laughs> and then there was a, another dude, a younger. She guy. talks to the he, dead. He kind of did the same thing, and he was he doing it for the uh, with like for the stars for a little. Oh bit. yeah, I remember that. Hollywood yeah. psychic. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Little young, little young boy, younger guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was one that would that talked to uh, um, Robin Thicke's father. What's his name? Robin Thicke's father from uh, Family Ties. No, from uh, Growing Pains. Robin Thicke's father, Alan Thicke. Alan Thicke. Mm. So he had an interview. He was talking about one of his dead family uh, members. So this one sidekick was talking to him. That's see the dead. And he was like, "Yo," he was like, "Something here." He was like, "This is something here." He goes, "Is anything wrong with your heart?" He was like, "No." He was like. Um, you should go check in, you know, go check out. He, this is like a month, two months before his death, before he got the heart attack. He was like, you, need, you know, go to the doctor, you know, go check his, and he didn't listen and did, didn't do it. But he was like, I feel like there's something here that you need to check out. He was like, you need to take your, your heart, ser- you know, check your health seriously. He said, no, I'm fine. You know, I end up dying. I thought, so I think there are some true, um, clairvoyance, uh, and I think there are some fake ones. People that just go off a generalization, like, uh, you know, they fill you out because they used to say that this, this, you know, whoever has an M and an F, like they, they generalize it when they talk to people a certain age, they're like, cause back in the fifties, it was either M or J's. They were picking out Michael or John. So it's between M and J. You know, anyone that died? Yeah. My grandfather. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, did he have heart? Because they, they pick out the most noticeable thing, heart problems. Yeah. yeah. Can, you know, so that's what they do. They basically, um, you know, lead you. Yeah, we'll back, you, yeah, back in the day, man, I used to go to this church in uh, Ormond Beach, mm-hmm. big super church, and um, we used to live in Palm Coast back then, and we used to have people over from the church, and there was this one couple who's come over, and the husband always claimed he was the prophet, right? Oh, okay. So I'm always, so I'm, yeah. so when they used to come over, I used to always be like, please, don't bring the don't, prophet. Don't leave me with him. <laughs> <laughs> there's always that guy, there's always that one. I'm not even alone with the prophet, Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, for some funny. reason, women yeah. always dip off, and now it's me and him one on one. 
And he's like, Brother Raymond. Oh, my let me, gosh. Let me, let me prophesy. It's very said, intense, too, said, right? Let intense, let too. Really, right? Oh, oh, I, 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 I always say, oh, oh, my kids, they fighting. I got, I'll be right back. Hang oh on. Oh, my gosh. I was going in like the door. <laughs> Bro, that is hilarious. No, but, I, but speaking of, remember that one I told you that was at the rock shop at, at the uh, outlets? That was real accurate. So he just picked up and came to me and talked to me. He was like, yeah, and he, he told just, me, and, you, and you bought some stuff from him. I didn't buy anything from him. <laughs> you did. No, no, not some from charms him. charms and crystals. Well, no, not, <laughs> I did buy some crystals until <laughs> I, till I found out those things are devil worship. I was like, yo, God was like, I looked at the Bible, like, you should be worshiping no crystals. I was like, God damn, this thing was 50 bucks. He came home with a bag full of stuff. I was like, this thing was 50 bucks. I, I can't throw this away, Father. Crystals. I was like, I can't throw this away, Father. You probably uh, <laughs> But he did. It was not his shop, but I'm saying he was pretty good. Even even Kate can attest, and the girls. We were I like, remember, Whoa, I, my- I don't remember what it was verbatim. Yeah, but I do remember the excitement. Reggie came home. I said, Yo, we should have this dude on the show. I'm like, okay, Reggie, got you, huh? Okay. No, we should have some psychic on the show. I, I'm uh, all for it, that. You know it. what I mean? I'm all for that. I get the huff. The, the, the huff. The, you know, like he's like I'm, puff. I'm, I'm, huff, uh, huff, puff. Huff. Huff. Paranormal. I'm a respectful believer of a lot of things. I, I believe in the afterlife. I believe in spirits. I, I believe in aliens. I believe in that. I, mean, we I had, believe in aliens we had too. The best one on the on the show one time, really. Who? Didn't we? Was Kelly. <laughs> I wasn't here for Kelly. I guess we just have silence. <laughs> so uh, no, she was a great she was a great guest. Uh, so uh, Jeff, what do you what do you believe the aliens are? Yo, somewhere she's sitting like this. One finger, two finger. She's waiting for that, that, that procedure. She's going to wait for you to check out. girl. I, I wasn't here. I don't know. I don't know Still either, man. Explain, Respect. Kelly. Wasn't me. Uh, what are you saying about aliens? Who do you, what do you believe aliens are? What do you think they are? I'll tell you what my belief is. What do I believe aliens are? I yeah, believe like, that they are a, another intelligent life form. And and the information I believe is there. I think there's already been contact. I just don't believe it's been shared with us. And as to where these aliens stay, that yeah. I might be a little a little skewed on. I know some people believe in different dimensions. I know some people believe in space travel. I mean, all of it may be true, but mm-hmm. I I truly believe that you know we are not the only intelligent life, um, you know, in 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 this solar system. I agree. What about you? Who do you believe aliens are? Uh, what are your What is your theory? Well, someone gave me an interesting theory. Okay, it was pretty cool. Um, it's sort of off what Chef said as far as inter- interdimension, but it's us in the future. I thought that when and I was younger, and we come back and we're like um, trying to find our like trying to I, find how we are now. I thought that as well. Know? I thought that was well when I was fifth. And fifth it grade. sounds it sounds so cool, but. I really don't know. I thought in the fifth grade, I thought, oh yeah, we we would keep evolving because we'll get balder and we don't need the, the the thing for appearance because we'll be more intellectual, so we'll be with the mind. But the way the world is going, I don't see that being the case. I really think the fallen angels because they've been around since the ancient Egyptians. If you see some of the hieroglyphics and they show that they're you know the ships and whatnot, I believe they fallen they're fallen angels. You think? I think they are. Fallen angels. You think aliens are fallen angels? I think they're fallen angels because we put God in this box, right? So it's crazy because when you're younger, you're like, oh, yeah, this technology, you know, you think, but you, you got to remember those are the, the ancient times, right? So if we're in this time right now, think about 100 years from now. People will be talking about us like this was the ancient times, right? Right. Okay. So wouldn't God be all technology? 
in a sense, spiritual technology, everything. He should be because they were saying the chariots into the sky. I forgot what was it. Not Jacob. Who was it? But that that it was his chariots in the sky that in the Bible reference and the, the spinning circle that came and picked up. What was it? Isaiah. I, I can't remember the name. Um, and it just has this reference of it. Was that prophet that when we need him? I know we do need him. So I think I think the aliens are fallen angels, man. And I think the technology. Is, I mean, I think is is. I think our our perception of God is we're, we're like, yeah, he's the spiritual, whatever, he's spirit, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, man. I think it's technology beyond anything we believe. And it's funny how some people think we're in a simulation. Wouldn't it be crazy if we're just in a junk drive? You mean we're like in the Matrix? Yeah, like like there's – think of it, there's like a million servers. Okay. And we're just this one server and we're this little on this little junk drive like, okay, here, Earth, Earth nine, 19 – and we're, you know, there's other <laughs> versions. It'd be crazy, right? They think we're just a computer program. I got one for you. If, if you want to talk about what's crazy, what, yeah. if, what if the current version of us is a dumbed down, chemically altered version of who we should be? And who we should be has full access to our brain, which then allows us to do things and think and move in ways that we can't fathom because you know what? It's been, we are the way we are by design. Mm, that's okay. a good point. Almost like a like, parallel, like the like, parallel like universe. What if, what if, what if like, let's, let's take it out. I'll take it a step okay. further. What if, like, let's say the elite, the top 1% yeah. harbors all knowledge and information of who we are and what we could be. And for the sake of power and control has created uh, a system that dumbs us down. Uh, doesn't give us access to, uh, I don't know, historical data that okay. would change our perception or how we move and has created, you know, whether it's through the use of foods or what they're spraying in the sky yeah. or what they're putting in vaccinations that yeah. dumbs you down. And yeah. from small, it limits your ability to access the full function of your brain and body. Yeah, the, pine- the pineal gland. Right. Yeah. These are just random things I think no, about. No, no, I think about it all the time, yeah. Because, I think so. you know what, like, on, on the side, my, my goal one day is to, like, create, like, a show or, like, a running series. So I'm always, like, putting together thoughts and ideas on what that storyline looks like, and mm. you know. So, but it's just something I was thinking about. You remember there was a show, a, a movie, and it made it to a show where, like, um, it was by, the movie was Bradley Bradley Cooper. Yeah, you Limitless. Take, limitless. Ah, yeah. You take that pill mm-hmm. and you and you you get full access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so crazy. And then towards the end, he was able where he he um, didn't need the pill anymore, but uh, he was able to uh, meet Robert De Niro as a uh, whoever he was trying to trying to like push him to do something wrong, push him to uh, do his bidding. Mm-hmm. But he's able. He was so advanced in his brain that he was able to see. Uh, he was able to see that he's getting ready to have a heart attack. Mm. Remember at the very end? I can't remember yeah. how it went, but I, I saw it not so long ago. Because he was, was so movie. because he had he had advanced so much, he was able to predict the future, mm. which was crazy. So, yeah. think listening to what you guys were saying, it made me think of that movie. Yeah, and also a movie with Jet Li called The One. Where you oh yeah, yeah, remember yeah. The One? That was yeah, one. Yourself, and you, yeah. the more you kill him, the more you become stronger and mm. wiser and faster and. So it's kind of like no. the same concept of Highlander. Have you ever seen Highlander? Yeah, Old school with they the can only be one. You kill him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Highlander, yeah, yeah. Can only be one. Sorry, bro, Rand's family. We went down a whole we side road. Nah, that's a rabbit hole for you know sure. No, I think R- R- to be fair, Red started it. 
Well, right. <laughs> speaking of, no, I think the Area 51, I think they're, like I said, I think they're so, it's true because, uh, you know, and they've even had what recent things come out that said, yeah, that did happen or the greys or whatever, the certain different um, species of aliens they claim uh, because the advancement of where we were to now is ridiculous. And I think that we've been, like you said, dumbed down that they've created this smartphone that's really the dumb phone. So it takes you, it we, takes everything from you and you be, you've literally become a dumber version of yourself with these smartphones. So true. I remember I used to know all my numbers. Yep. Yo, exactly. Yeah. Only know names. Distraction. Exactly. Names. I don't. Unreal. It's so crazy. Bro, the, 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 the fact that you used to be able to type and, and, and text. Okay. So the predictive keyboard is fuck things up. I mean, not only that autocorrection is just terrible because it has a mind of itself and it makes you sound stupid um, here and there. But the fact that it's taken away grammatical errors or it's mm-hmm. it's actually spelled for you that you can't now when it doesn't want to turn on, you're like, well, when are you going to kick in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We do. And you've, yes. you've lost the yes. simplicity. You, you, you've become so simple minded that you can no longer uh, have this critical thinking or have these these skill sets you used to have as far as spelling. Um and what's another thing that that uh, has uh, dumbed us down um, from these smartphones? And I that uh, Elon Musk said it too. He says, "Hey, I think he goes right now." They were like, "Hey, can you get a chip in someone and, and help them to to you know?" Yeah, he was be, talking almost about like that. Yeah. yeah, almost mm-hmm. like be limitless. Yeah. He was like, "Listen," he says, "We're already cyborgs. So you guys don't like. Where do you go without your phone? Nowhere, right? And if you leave, dude, if you phone, leave your phone, you panic, dude." We remember life without phones, right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they're babies that have tablets and stuff, and yeah. this is literally an addiction. This These generations will never know. We'll, we'll never, we'll never understand know. the concept of, like, at this point, that phone is uh, is a body part. Yeah, it's a body part, and not it's only that. Necessity. Yes, before we used to be like, yo, that thing is a luxury. We we're like, yo, it's not, a, you know, it's, we used to, you know, we used to be like, hey, my friend has a phone, you know, you, you know, I have daughters, so I would be like, hey, oh, my friend has, I'm like, yeah, this is when it was just coming. I'm like, yeah, you're, you know, you're nine years old. You're not going to have a phone. That sounds ridiculous. Uh, come now. They will never understand phone plans for $40 for 30 minutes for the month or or, or, (laughs) Or 25 cents per test. Or nights and weekends only. Nights and weekends only. (laughs) Crazy. What is that? Exactly. Or a beeper. What's that? What's a beeper? No, ultimately, Reg, convenience may be our downfall. Absolutely. The the hour push, the strive to continue to just simplify things and... And the truth is, it's it's weird, right? And I think that's 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 the trade off with any science advancement is like, okay, well, there's always going to be a cultural impact, and so as we find ways to make things even easier, because yeah. I think that's the ultimate goal, right? As people, is we want as much of our time back as possible, and so as you continue to create ways to make our lives easier, uh, to simplify things, to remove the burden of thought. Um, it potentially dumbs you down. And, I, it does. And, and ultimately, we may find ourselves at a place where the pursuit of convenience turns out to be our demise. Yeah. And I think one of the things I'm the, Absolutely. The, I find the scariest is like AI. And it's not on some like, oh, voodoo, bad, fire, yeah. burn, witchcraft. It's not even that because I think AI can be a huge, huge help um, not just for the everyday, but as far as, you know, future ventures. Yeah. Again, though, like anything, it's about who's in control, yeah. <laughs> the intent, mm-hmm. and ultimately what we where we start is that where we finish. Because anytime you give life to something, I think we can speak from 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 personal experience. You you may have birthed your children, and you may have had a plan for them, but guess what? 
does that plan always go the way you saw it? Definitely no. does. Yeah. No, and that's true of any time you take any, you give anything consciousness. Like, yeah. it's going to carve its own path. So I just, I think that's that's uh, one of the things I think about. Yeah, it's Maybe I've been like, watching too much Terminator. Kinda, yeah, kind of <laughs> nah, like nah. how, you know, I don't think Facebook turn, started out to be the way it is. Right. The way it is now, it, it was more of just uh, what liking uh, people. Well, it was like a way for people. Like, well, yeah, college app. A way for, yeah, that was definitely a college yeah, app. And the way it is now is... Totally different beast. You the know? thing is, does Facebook really still carry? Like, is it still the dominant app? I'd be curious as far as where it is. I think it depends as on the age where it measures up against like IG or Snapchat. I or think it TikTok. depends. On, like, I think it depends on. I think. I think number one right now is uh, uh, um, TikTok, right? I think well, IG Chinese only. Yeah, right? exactly. That's why they try to. They try to. Uh, I think they were like trying to ban that. Was it but Trump I, and because Facebook of that? And, I, and IG are the same. They own the same. Yeah, they own it, so they well, bought I, that. Everybody don't. Well, I mean, I know everybody watches TikTok though. Crazily, yeah, it's crazy. What what it's really? These things are people talk about attention spans. Mm-hmm. These things are doing something with us biologically that we're not even noticing. They're giving us these highs. That I think is affecting us on levels we don't even understand right now because it's too early for for you know for um to see to see the results of the oh, damages they're, they're over doing, now right there's tests I followed a couple of doctors they're, so, they're doing okay. real time tests on the impact that it's having on so, people so it's having these impacts like I'm saying you're getting all this little tiny gratification so quickly that in the real world when you're with your family or whatever you I remember my attention span was amazing. So watching these these YouTube shorts and everything, and you get these little, you know, you get these little nuggets or whatever, trying to couple up with topics or whatever, but you get these little nuggets and go through. And even if you're not getting the full um, idea that they're they're trying to present in a short little time, because it's really hard to get to get the the you know you can't get a middle end and a, a you know the, the uh, conclusion uh, of a topic in sixty seconds. But it's fucking with your mind that you're not able to pay attention when you're in real life to your wife or your kids because your attention span is like, okay, yeah, and then you're already onto something. Like, I, I would normally do that anyway. Like, I would normally have three things going in the back of my mind when I'm talking to someone. But now it's just like, oh, wait, wait, what did you say? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have to force myself in order, oh, wait, was I present? Yeah. Damn, I wasn't present. And I'm not, you know, you're realizing that, yo, it's these media, you know, it's the social media, it's whether it be Instagram whether it be like I said, you said TikTok, it's messing with our minds, and because it's convenience meets instant gratification. That's yeah. what it is. We, yeah, we want instant gratification. I need it now. I need it quickly. I need it in a format that I can swallow. Keep, yes, move on. And exactly. you're right. Like when anything falls outside of that that formula, it's kind of like you lost me. Like you're still talking. I'm exactly. Sorry, I checked out ten minutes ago. Exactly. <laughs> can you get to the point? When Carol was a teacher. Yeah. She used to tell me that she had to make sure she was animated to keep their attention. To keep their attention. Wow. Like she said she had to be on point, animated, live. She said she felt like she was like having to dance all the time. She said it was high energy all the time to keep kids' attention. Wow. I mean, just imagine that eight hours a day. What, what age group was that? It's a third grade. Yeah. Third grade. Smallest like tough. My grade. heart breaks for the people that had to endure remote learning with like anything between fourth grade and lower because yeah. it is so hard to keep a young child's It's so attention hard to keep an adult's keep attention. I know. You know, like yeah. 
Go do a Zoom call. Pay me enough. <laughs> yeah, go Could've do a Zoom call and enough. pay attention to whoever's talking. Your ass just wants to kill yourself. I sit there like, ah, oh, shit. I think, you know? I, I think COVID probably at least gave people a much better appreciation of teachers and what they endure. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you just pack a kid and you send them off and things aren't going a certain way. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Why is this teacher doing? Nah, when you had to deal with that for a year, you was like, look. I appreciate. You know. I appreciate Mr. Them. Robertson, I understand now, bro. Whatever you need. You need them <laughs> pencils? I'm sending it. What you, what you need? Erases? That's hilarious. Paper? Folders? Yeah, I'm exactly. Matter of fact, I'm covering yeah. three students worth. Whatever That's you need. Hilarious! You need extras, right? Whatever you need. That's mm-hmm. funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what was the other thing that we wanted to touch on? Was the uh, Potter thing getting back on Kim Potter? Track. Kim Potter. What do you guys thought on that? The um, officer that mistakenly pulled out her taser. This happened before. Remember that fruit that Fruitville movie with um, Michael B. Jordan? He, oh yeah, yeah. And the guy pulled out the taser supposedly and did the same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, didn't get any charges as well. Um, what do you think? She was like over plus 20 years, 24 years or something, I believe, in law enforcement, and she's actually trained. Was, was a, it's, it's, it's messed up. I mean, you have a, a veteran, yeah. a veteran officer right. who uh, knows uh, what you expect her to know, what to do with a with a weapon, with a situation, know right. how to handle it or whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, a life was taken. Absolutely. A life was taken that could never be brought back. Um do I feel as if do I feel as if um her sentence was fair and just I don't yeah but at the same time I mean would I ever want to be a police officer I wouldn't mm-hmm. I mean having all that responsibility in your hands life and death is tremendous I mean that's what you sign up that's what you you're you're aware yep. of what you're signing up for, but at the same time, you are human. You know, you are human. You have uh, a family at home, so there there may be a day or two where you're not 100 percent focused yeah. on 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 what's going on. At, you know, even in the tremendous situation as far as holding a, holding a, a loaded weapon or not. But let me pose a question to you since you said that. We are all human, right? Yes. So just like we were talking off air and you said that you had some situation that happened with a coworker and you felt some sort of way. Yes. And you wanted to react. But yeah. what held you back from doing that? Um, I, I knew where I, what held me back is I didn't, the, the repercussions of what would happen. I the knew what would happen. You knew what would happen. Uh-huh. And you knew that. So you thought, you thought about it regardless, even in a heated moment. You, I, I thought two steps ahead. What would happen if I, I if I allowed this to continue? What would happen? And I knew I would be I would be in the wrong because I knew what I would what I what I would have done. Got you. So, do you think someone that's trained countless hours of plus experience and has twenty plus years and not even that, like I said, is a in tr- trainer should have all that going through their head ten times more than you, a hundred times more than you, because they this is what you expect. You expect that one day I have to pull this out. I have to give a warning. And this is just you being a human talking about going with your fist, like giving someone some hands. Do you think that's what I'm saying? Do you think their their sentence should be greater because their responsibility is greater? Because they they have, you know, the they have the the, the license to to. I mean, honestly, you kill. I I can't put it like bluntly. Yeah, to, to kill. Let's be straightforward. Yes, you 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 do have that. Uh, leeway to um, le- use lethal force, 
yes, your responsibility should be greater. Yeah, see, I yeah, mean, it should be. That's what. That's. I mean, but we all we we already know that uh, cops don't get enough training as far as shooting, as far as uh, psychological, uh, seeing a therapist. Yeah. They don't get enough training at all. You basically two weeks, boom, you're out. Yeah. Now, well, it's longer than that, to be honest. You you do ride-alongs and all that other stuff, but there isn't there isn't there isn't a push for continued uh, training on guns. And this that's that's at your own time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you it, put in the old time. You put in that. You, you would have it, to. It should be um, mandatory for certain things. Um, but to be but to answer the question as far as do how I feel about her the two year sentence. If it was like in other words, like I said, if you have the right to bear an arm, mm-hmm. I think, and you and, and you know the full two years of jail time at that. Yeah, two years. Yeah, huh? It's not even a full two years of jail. Wow. Time so it's, yeah, she's off a good time. She's probably already got some some I'm, for I'm time gonna, no, served. I think I think served. some of it is uh, jail time, but I think the bulk of it is time served. Is no is Community? is probation based. <laughs> oh, so that's what I'm trying to say. If you have, if you know what you're going into, and you have a responsibility, and you know that I. I basically control, I have, you know, I can, I can take a life or, you know, I can save a life. I can take a life. I can, I can destroy a life, whether it becomes, uh, whether it's criminal or whatever, you know, putting someone in the system, you have all this, this responsibility in your mind. I mean, that, you know, you, what we weigh in every day, should it be greater? I don't, but the thing about it is this, I don't think the two years, whatever time she got, I don't think that's right. I yeah. think it should be more, but yeah. I don't know what the answer should be of, of how long. Cause I do remember a situation where a woman was, uh, she was being, um, attacked or she was being threatened by her ex boyfriend or her husband or whatever. And she fired her shot in the air. I know. And, yes. and, and, and got jail time and got jail time. Right. Yeah. And it was a warning shot just to protect yeah, yourself. Yes. And I shouldn't be. Yeah, that and, was and crazy. I, and I know it's, this that is kind of like thing. apples yeah. to oranges. No, it's but, not. No, it's not. But I'm just. And that was a warning shot. That's crazy. It was a crazy. warning shot. And no one died. But she, I mean, no one died. But she in jail. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely. So, no. Uh, she should get more time. But I don't know how much time to give. I don't. Well, I, don't, I didn't ask, like, how much. But it should be more time, you're saying. We, oh we agree oh, that it should be yes. more time, especially oh. because it wasn't a life and death situation. Yes. You didn't pull out. You didn't pull it out to protect yourself from. Right. You basically did it to 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 stop the, the, the subject from leaving yes. the scene, a car. And it, so, you know, it, it's tough. Jeff, what is your thoughts on that as far as. Do you think it's enough time? Do you think there should be greater time? Do you think there, because she's a police officer, we know that you have enough, a lot of responsibility, but with that responsibility, should you, should, should the sentence be greater because, well, of, because of that? You know, I read something that really struck me and I wanted to share it. And this actually came from um, civil rights attorney Ben Crump. Oh, oh uh, that guy? And he basically said, look, there are black people in prison serving greater time for selling marijuana. Mm-hmm. And that's not just true of black people. There are people. Yes. Right. In yeah. prison, serving greater time for selling people. marijuana, yep. which is legal in yep. most states. Um, these people are serving more time than this police officer for killing this young man. Um, and then, you know what? He goes on to say that the judge's comments at sentencing showed a clear absence of compassion for the victim in this tragedy and were devastating to the family. You felt like Judge Chu's comments about Potter resembled that more of a job recommendation and not that of a senseless and preventable death of a promising life. Wow. And I feel like Judge Chu was in a tough spot, right? Because she is there to administer justice, right? Yes. She is there to determine 
um, that the that that the 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 sentence matches with the 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 crime. Crime. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, I don't feel like she did a great job doing that. No. Here's no. the deal. I don't know Miss Potter, and I don't assume to know her. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Shit happens. We're human, and I don't care how much of a trained professional you are. Sometimes shit just happens. You don't, you don't know what was going on, what was on her mind. Mm-hmm. She's got family issues, personal issues. You know, things are escalating. Sometimes we all notice you're working and your mind isn't there because you're on autopilot. When you've done something long enough, you can do most of your job sometimes on autopilot. And it's not until, like, you come across something or something pops off, you you lock all the way in. So this very well have may have been an accident. I'm I'm not saying that race had anything to do with it. I'm not saying that Ms. Potter is, you know, uh, a racist in any way. Um, But I do feel like... Because she has the training, because this is something, this this is a profession. You know, here's 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 the rub. People always say, "Oh, well, you know what? We have to protect our police." You know, they protect us. Yeah. I agree with that, right? But I think what we also forget is no one forced you to go become a cop. Yeah, that's true. This when you take on this profession, you wasn't yep. drafted. You take it on yeah. by choice. Yes, you take it on understanding the hazards. Yep, the challenges mm-hmm. and the delicate balance that comes with administering administering justice and being a servant of the people. You understand that, mm-hmm. so and you like, understand the financial rewards in it, and you understand the financial rewards, or, or the, the, the perks. You understand the pros and the cons that comes with wearing that uniform and that badge. And I never take away. The 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 strain and and the, the the mental warfare that sometimes plays with being in that job because you know what every call can sometimes be your last you know and so you have to protect yourself first while finding that delicate balance um, of administering the law mm-hmm. and justice while trying to protect yourself so I get all of that but I'm tired of taking this default position of like you know we have to protect our police because our police protect us yes we do but guess yes. what. The same way we have an obligation to protect them, they signed on to protect us. It is a job, and it is a job that you take on by choice. So if you do not perform Mm -hmm. admirably in your job, then you know what? There's got to be a consequence. And I'm not saying that this one moment should define her entire career. I just don't agree with the 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 judge's sentence and i'm gonna i'm gonna circle back to where i started i know the judge was in a tough spot because she's there she's seeing both sides but you know what ultimately this family has lost their son yep this man's child will not grow up with him Mm -hmm. in in their life and it was all what over uh, a escalated traffic stop where there was no sign of of weapon are you Mm -hmm. kidding me like Mm. And I'm pretty sure when she woke up that day, she never once thought like, okay, well, my badge is going to buy me my freedom. Or even if I do this now, like, you know what, I'm going to get off. I'm pretty sure even with this reduced sentence, she's not looking forward to spending a minimum of 16 months in prison. Imagine like, yeah, she got off, but that's still 16 months that she's got to spend in prison. I don't know about you guys. I don't Mm want to spend a day, let alone, you know, damn near a year and a half followed up by probation. So I know it's not going to be a hop and a skip in the park for her, but... I just, you're right, Ray. What the answer is, 
I don't know, but I just felt like this was the wrong message, and the 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 judge sent the wrong message. Even if maybe it was a longer term with um, I don't know, maybe more probo- probation attached to it. I just I think it is tough when you say somebody's life is worth two years. Two years, yes, for uh, a traffic stop. Yeah, uh, that's gone wrong. Yeah. By a professional mm-hmm. that has been in the field that long, like it's, it's weird. Like the same thing that she was, compl- you know, like like he says, like she she almost like spoke to her career and how long she's been doing it. So yeah. in one breath, it's like, yeah, you can't erase that twenty something years of service. Mm-hmm. But then shouldn't we also be looking at that twenty something years of service for yeah. something that went so tra- tragically left? Yeah, like where's the balance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and like they say, where there's. What what I'm not a fan of is if there's corrupt, a corrupt police officer or an officer or someone in law enforcement that actually has uh, so many bad claims and stuff like that, they, to me, shouldn't be able to, if they get fired, going on the streets to remain a cop. If they have things that are brought against them for being, for planting evidence or, or complaints or having bias against a certain ethnic group, then they shouldn't be in a, and they shouldn't be any t- type of position of power you shouldn't be able to quit and go down the street no you should lose your certification of being a cop correct period because you're like you're a walking liability mm-hmm. and if you or and i fuck up on little things our job is over so how is someone that can take a life can still remain a cop or, or i mean if it's not justified i mean i don't know what i'm curious i don't know if she'll necessarily be able to maintain remain a cop after this because now she's technically being charged with a felony right? no 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 i'm not her i'm just saying as far oh, in as general in general okay. in general when crimes are committed and and like i said these, all they do is and they keep their pension let's quit that way they don't lose their pension there's certain things man and, and it's you know it's a brotherhood i understand that but at the end of the day man you guys you serve the public and you forget that i mean i think there's a lot of, there's you know there's a huge power trip that i've seen where it's an intimidation to speak to certain officers. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't want to call the cops because you're afraid that the cop is is he's going to judge you. He's going to talk down to you. He's going to make it make you feel stupid, or he's going to or he's going to fe- say he feels threatened by you. Mm. I it, you know, and, and I'll, I'll put this in. You know, I've stayed off this topic before. So when Nick and I did the show before, he wanted to talk about cops, and he couldn't understand why. Oh, why we have to train. Our way, children. Who too. is who is Nick again? Nick. Oh, Nick. <laughs> Nick. Nick. He was on the podcast. He okay. was one of the first. Uh, he was like, uh, you know, he can understand why we get nervous when a cop pulls us over and we keep our hands on the steering wheel. He was like, but why? Why are you? Why are you act nervous? Because I'm afraid. Oh, you don't think your nervousness makes him? I said, Nick, uh, you don't understand. Let's see the situation. You can sit there and have a verbal argument with the cop when I do it. When. I do it. It's disrespectful and seem and, and seem like I'm I'm, I'm being calling aggressive. I'm being aggressive. Are, but you can yes. do it, and, I, and then all of a sudden I do it. I'm being cursed. I'm t- asked probably to come out of the car so I can be handcuffed mm-hmm. for a, a simple ticket. You can say, "Write me my damn ticket. I got to go. I'm late." I have to be like, "Do you know why I'm speeding?" No, I'm uh, no sir. Where are you headed? Oh, uh, sir, I got to give him everything. He'll ask you, "Oh, hey man, you're speeding. Can you slow down?" He might give you a ticket or whatnot. But at the end of the day. You don't have the thoughts I have because um, because of the evidence, because of, of, of the statistics, because you're not seen as a threat. When the media has shown us as a threat, and that's all they've known is, okay, 
they sell drugs and whatever. If you wear a hoodie, you're this, you're that. Okay. And there's their stereotype. Then yeah. When, so when I get pulled over, I got to speak my best voice, put on my best performance <laughs> and be, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're on display. Yeah, exactly. But you can be, oh, it's been a long day. Can I just get this ticket, man? Huh? What, were you in a rush? Yeah, I got to go pick up my kid. Can I, can you give me the ticket, sir? Oh, okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to do that, sir. Okay. Uh, well, let me go get your ticket for you. I do that. It's what are you, you know, I'm sorry. What are you talking back to me? Yeah. So I had to explain how I have to raise my daughters and tell them to, Hey, don't raise your voice at whatever cops and don't come off or whatever as a threat because that's the world we live in. Unfortunately, he couldn't understand that. Gotcha. And, and a lot of people can't, can't understand, understand that until difference you until you live it. Yeah. And people, that's yeah. what we had this that's discussion before. That's used to. If those haven't been your interactions, you can't appreciate it because you can only, you can only operate off of what you've dealt with. Absolutely. Right. right. So he can't appreciate where you're coming from. Exactly. Because he's hadn't, he's, that hasn't been his experience. Exactly. Yeah. And when he I hasn't heard- had cops come out, guns drawn exactly. with no explanation, spotlight on. I'm pretty sure he's experienced none of that. And I, I have, you know. Yeah, like, I know. You said you, you yeah. experienced that. What happened with you that? Know, I, I think we covered it. Ultimately, we were just coming from basketball. Five guys in the car just left the court. No shirts on, sweaty, two basketballs in the car. Pair of cops pull us over. You know, we're like, okay, we pull over. No funny behavior. Cops drawn. Right out the bat, they come out, guns drawn. Wow. Mm. Tell us to put our hands up. I mean, yelling too, like, put your hands up. Put your hands where we can see him. Put your hands where we can see him. Put him on the dash. I mean, kept us in that position. There's three of us in the back, two of yeah. us in the front. It's like an old, Oldsmobile. Hands up, forward. Mm. They roll up to us, guns drawn. Wow. Mm-hmm. One of them stays there, guns pointed. Officer, what happened? What did we do? Um, basically, like, shut up, keep your position, okay? Crazy. Just keep, they kept us there, no word of lie, like 10 plus minutes. Um, and then finally, um, they're like, okay, you're good to go. Wow. And we're like, well, what happened? Oh, well, there was a robbery, and you of guys course. kept it. You guys matched the description. Always. Five dudes. Always. One white guy driving an Oldsmobile <laughs> in shorts with sweaty with two basketballs. That was the description we, we wow. all filed under. So, wow. you know, like, uh, unless you've lived it, you can't appreciate it. Oh so I understand why Nick had a problem, you know, grasping what you were saying. But I wanted to share something because it was there was something that, you know, Judge Regina Chu um, yeah, stated. I was, yeah, I was going to try um, to find that, her video, too, and pull that, that, that up. Mm-hmm. you know, resonated with me. Yeah. She says that I granted a significant downward departure does not in any way diminish Dante Wright's life. Mm. His life mattered. Is that not a slap in the face? Exactly. That I granted a significant downward departure does not in any way diminish Dante Wright's life. His life mattered. What does that even mean? That means a cop's life mattered more. I mean, because at the end of the day, it is, um, it's a brotherhood. You got law enforcement. Law doesn't happen without law enforcement, right? To enforce it, right? Mm-hmm. Lawyers, judges, all that's, it's a, it's a, a constant, wheel there are spokes in the wheel so think about it from that perspective you know well we had a wonderful interview in the past with a wonderful sheriff named sheriff yeah any any uh just just to be clear we we do advocate for police absolutely not against police i've had more good experiences than bad experiences yeah but but i've had a few yeah yeah. (laughs) that are questionable at best but he had this slogan that he wanted to bring back for police or law enforcement which was we should be we should be more guardians of the community yep. versus, versus warriors. warriors. Yeah, absolutely. And so when that kind of changes, then things would change. I mean, for yeah. for us, I, I, and the way he said it, 
I mean, as a person who's the sheriff, for him to say we should be more guardians yeah. to protect and serve versus being coming out guns blazing will be will, will go a long way. And by the way, that episode is on YouTube, Spotify, Our Heart, uh, Apple. Um, you can find that on Anchor. So just letting you guys know that's a previous episode that we've done before. Yeah, make sure you guys are subscribing to our platforms, man. Definitely. By the way, good, yeah, good definitely. Yo, good plug, Ray. Ray's got a great memory. Ray's smooth yeah, with it today, is, boy. Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> which, which, we're, trying, hey, we're trying to grow. You want to get at least a thousand subscribers by the end of this year? A thousand? Nah, try to get a thousand subscribers by the by the end of a couple of months. Let's say by like <laughs> March or April. So listen, we just Manifested. want we just we just want to grow. Sir. We want to grow this podcast. We want to grow. We want to be able to give give you guys more more content. We want to do do you guys a service, okay? Because sure. we're, we're here for you. Absolutely. We're here for you. So Ray, can I piggyback on that? You know, guys, we up here, Bro Rans family, we're up here, we're talking a lot. You know, we share our personal experiences. You know, we share what we've been through and how certain things impact us, not just as men, but sometimes as brown men, sometimes just like the, the, the overall effect it has on family or community. But you know what? We would absolutely love to hear your thoughts um, or any comments that you want to share regarding any topics that we've covered today or in the past. Uh, we were the proud recipient of some feedback on one of our recent podcasts. We're working <laughs> on putting something together to circle back with you guys and share some of that because <laughs> what you think and how you feel matters. You know, listen, this is this is a family ordeal here. So we're up here and we're chatting away, but we're always open and welcome to hear what your thoughts on something might be. Yeah, power to the people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to um, piggyback off what Jeff saying, I didn't want to interrupt you because you know I was coming with jokes. Uh, you lost me when you said uh, five dudes in the car and you were sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, guys, have a lovely, uh, have a lovely week. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't either, bro. I can't. I, it was- we got it. We got it. some suspects over here. Uh, just left the boogie nights. Uh, the the. <laughs> the, 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 what did you call that club in Orlando? Where's that club called? Nice yeah, you know, yeah, you know it. I don't know it. The gentleman club, I don't even know if they the Parliament House. Right. Uh, yeah, if you ain't tell me. Love you, Bro Ranch, man. Thank you. Please. Y'all make it to donate to uh, look up uh, Honduran underscore Softel and help her with her uh, medical bills if you can. Okay, go ahead. Go back and say that. I won't cut you off. No problem. Uh, Honduran, H-O-N-D-U-R-A-N underscore Softail. Go to her uh, on Instagram, and you'll look. You'll see us. You'll see your, your ability to donate to her medical bills. All right, you guys Even got if that. If you can't do it monetarily, send some love. Send a message. Let her know you know what the community's thinking about her and wishing her well. And that was from Magic Mike. <laughs> Jeff, get in that car, sweaty. Oh, sweaty.